This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. Tom Offerman and Jacob Brecht with you here on the Steelers Standard. We were going to do our AFC and NFC playoff pictures for the entirety of this episode, but we're going to put that on the back burner real quick. NFL Network reporting that the contract between TJ Watt and the Pittsburgh Steelers did not get done and that T.J. Watt is expected to become an unrestricted free agent in the offseason to come. Of course, you all know Steelers do not really negotiate contracts as the season starts, so this would have probably been the last week to do so. Next week is viewed as week one practice, so wouldn't do any negotiating there. A bit of a shocker. I mean, it seemed like everything was on track here. He was set up Mm -hmm. to, as Jerry reported, become the highest-paid defensive player in NFL history, and... Something seemed to be holding up both sides. I'm sure more information will come out slowly throughout the day, but I think at the very top of my mind, the one thing has to be the guaranteed money didn't match up as far as TJ was concerned. I guess so, Tom. I mean, that was something that TJ made very apparent that was important to him, and I think that had to be the one thing that kind of stopped this deal from getting done because if he's being vocal about it, I mean, that's got to tell you that if the deal didn't get done, it, pro- it probably started with that guaranteed money not being agreed upon. Again, this is something that I think people will probably blow out of proportion, but I think I forget where I was going with this. People will blow it out of proportion that he doesn't sign right now, but it's not anything as far as what his future with the Steelers will be. I still think there's a very, very high opportunity high chance that he's a Pittsburgh Steeler for years to come and he will get himself a very lucrative contract deal put into place but you're just gonna have to wait a little bit for that if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers and I think TJ is the consummate pro so as far as people maybe being like well now you diss the guy and now he's gonna have a chip on his shoulder against you all year long and nah he's gonna have a record-breaking performance still in my mind he's gonna break the single season sack record for Pittsburgh I think he's going to be the defensive player of the year, even this, though this deal did not get done. Uh, unfortunately for the Steelers, though, if if, he, if both of those things come to be, come to pass, uh, he might get up a couple million dollars as far as his price tag is concerned. So might have been in the best interest to sign him now, or maybe this is hinting at a potential franchise tag down the road. I don't know. All things are now speculation. Um, the main thing that you have to take away if you're a Steeler fan, and, and I want Steelers fans to have this in the forefront of their mind, is... He's a Pittsburgh Steeler in 2021. He will start practicing next week, and he will play against the Buffalo Bills. As far as this season is concerned, you will have T.J. Watt on the field impacting games every Sunday, and that's all that should matter in Big Ben's potential swan song and potential last real shot at a playoff run. Yeah, I mean, we know that Ben Roethlisberger, and that's nothing against T.J. Watt. T.J. Watt could maybe one day be that effective, but quarterback success or, or, or quarterback stability is of the utmost importance for any NFL team. And Ben Roethlisberger being with this Pittsburgh Steelers team for as long as he has been, you want to kind of maximize your opportunity for as long as he's here. And with Ben Roethlisberger possibly having this be his final season, it I'm not saying you shouldn't care what T.J. Watt does after this season, but if he's going to be here – that's going to additionally put you in the best position to give you a, the best chance to make a playoff run, a Super Bowl run with Ben Roethlisberger still as your quarterback. 
Well, that's pretty much all I have to say about T.J. Watt. Again, it's all speculation at this point, and there's nothing that Steelers fans should worry about as far as the 2021 season is concerned. So just keep that singularly laser focus on this year only. And you know what? When we do our Steelers standards episodes at the end of the year, then we can panic and run around like chickens with our heads cut off because T.J. Watt's going to be an unrestricted free agent. Oh, my God! (laughs) Might not even reach that point, but that's a conversation to have later. What I want to do now is I want to paint playoff pictures, baby. We are... One week exactly from Tampa Bay and Dallas kicking things off to start the NFL season down in Tampa. Banner raising night for the Buccaneers and great first game of the year. But what I want to do, we did our top five or top 10 quarterbacks around the league on an earlier episode this week. You can check that out at Steelers.com. Go to the podcast page and give that a listen if you're so inclined. But right now I want the playoff picture Jacob I want AFC and I want NFC mm-hmm. and let's start with the AFC and I think we're in agreement number one's going to be the Chiefs the number one seed right yeah I think we're in agreement for the one and two Bill's number two yeah, yeah I think I think it's pretty I, I, much a guaranteed thing is that a huge something... thing there Bill's versus Chiefs like is that a little battle within the battle like do you need home field you think to win that AFC championship game or do you think both teams are good enough I think the Chiefs are good enough to win in Buffalo I guess the question is is Buffalo good, good enough, enough to, to win, win in Kansas, Kansas City? City I mean we just talked about it on our last segment is Buffalo one of the harder places to play in I think with the Bills Mafia now actually having a team to get behind yes Buffalo is emerging as one of the better home field advantages. But Kansas City has been there, man, for for the past couple of years, even before Patrick Mahomes was there because they were a playoff team year in, year out with Alex Smith, at quarterback. So I don't know. I mean, Kansas City hasn't taken its its foot off the gas in terms of being an intimidating place to play in if you're you're the visiting team. So I, I think, yes, Kansas City can win in Buffalo, we didn't see Buffalo win in Kansas City last year, but it's a new year, Tom. I mean, Kansas City did make its way back to the Super Bowl in back-to-back years, and we thought they were the better team over Tampa Bay last year, and that wasn't the case in the Super Bowl, even though they got the better of Tom Brady in their regular season. So a new season brings uh, new opportunities, and it's possible Buffalo goes into Kansas City. I just don't know. The question I think is that's more interesting, Tom, is we said – we did say Kansas City was one, Buffalo was number two. Is there a possibility, though, that that gets switched, uh, flipped? I do think that Buffalo has a shot at being the number one seed. They play each other this year, correct? They yeah, have, I mean, they have as to. the they best the team, when yeah. you, you, every year your schedule is based off of a number of factors, but one team you play is the team that finishes in the same position as you and the other teams in your conference. That could be a huge game. I, I think, think, I think, I think this could, is going to be a rivalry for years to come is Buffalo-Kansas City. I think it's going to be a factor where that Buffalo game, I think they might be a game apart from each other as far as the record is right. concerned. So kind of like, like how the Steelers Kind of like how the Steelers were, well, I was going to say last year, how the Steelers were, were always keeping an eye on Kansas City for the number one seed until they had their collapse in December. Game of the two, yeah. It got it, they got the two, but I think it's going to be something very similar where they're going to be keeping their eye on each other for the entire season. And what could be the difference, Tom, is just that head-to-head matchup. That could just be this, the lone tiebreaker. I know you're not going to agree with me with my number three seed in the AFC, but I, I have my AFC North champion, Cleveland Browns, being the number three team, the third best record in the league. I think on no, pa- I have no I think, problem with that. Yeah, but I feel like you're a Baltimore guy to win the division. No, right? I've I've said Cleveland? Steelers over Baltimore in terms in Cleveland of in the, the North, division. and then Cleveland. So you think Cleveland division. three, third best record? I think Cleveland three, just because no one from the South and no one. I mean, you're go- you got to go by the actual playoff format. 
So no one from the South, I think, is going to be better. Cleveland as a three seed. What a meteoric rise they've had in the past couple of years. Cleveland will now be hosting a playoff game if our prediction comes true in the first round. And on paper, they're probably just as good as the Chiefs and the Bills. Why don't we trust them, though, Jacob? Is it the Browns thing? Do we look out there and see that uniform and we just don't trust it? Or is it the quarterback thing? It's the quarterback thing, isn't it? It's got to be a combination. You can't just say it's one or the other. But Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield makes you sing the one of these things is not like the other song, right? Oh, absolutely. Baker Mayfield has done nothing to prove to you that he's a winner. class. Yeah. I mean, nowhere near it. I I don't want to be too hard on the guy because guess what, Tom? He went into Pittsburgh last year and he, he beat the ass, Steelers. Yeah. And then he went into Kansas City. And then he went City into Kansas and City and, well. and almost beat Kansas uh, City. Right? I mean, I mean Mahomes got hurt, but he still was he was he was taking punches in that game and throwing them back. I mean, Chad Henney without that miraculous third down uh, run that Chad Henney had, and then the genius play call by Andy Reid. Oh yeah, you get on the ball back short, to the Browns, they might score. There. They might score there, and I think it was only a six point. Game. It was, and they had all the momentum. So, I mean, big, it was if a Baker great, Mayfield goes into Kansas City, yeah. But still, it doesn't matter because we know the pedigree that Josh Allen has, and, and certainly that Patrick Mahomes has. Baker Mayfield is nowhere near. I mean, it, I think it's hilarious that Baker Mayfield was the number one overall pick in that draft class. Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, by far and away, every other NFL team would say, I would much rather have those two guys than Baker. Yeah, I, I completely Baker's agree. third in that draft class, ahead of Darnold and Josh and Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen doesn't even deserve to have his name may, be mentioned with these other guys. But you're, you're certainly not at the level of the other two guys ahead of you in your draft class. Yeah, and I, I think... If Cleveland could redo that draft, I mean, what they have the number one and number four. Do you think they still go with Denzel Ward? I think they go Saquon. I think in a perfect role for Cleveland, they should have gone Saquon Barkley number one, and then I guess you would say Josh Allen or, or Lamar at number four. Or Baker at number four. He probably would have fallen to them anyway. If they oh, yeah, for sure. One. That's what the big criticism was is why would you do that? But how can you criticize them too much when we just have them as the number three seed right. in the AFC? I mean, they're clearly doing something right. They're both our favorites to win the AFC North for the first time in their existence since becoming a team again. And... Again, like I said, on paper, I think they match up with the top two teams. That quarterback still needs to prove something to us. This is a big year for him. If he plays the majority of this season like he did down the stretch last year, then I'd jump Cleveland Browns into that category of a Super Bowl AFC championship contender. But right now, I think they're that team right on the outside that's going to give the Bills or the Chiefs a real tough game in the divisional round if they so face them. But... I'm confident that both teams up top would be able to squeak by Cleveland. That brings us to number four, our last divisional winner. I got the Tennessee Titans win in the South this year. So I think I. there's too much turmoil in Indianapolis. You don't know what Carson Wentz is going to be. You don't know what Quentin Nelson's going to be. Those are your two pretty important players. Defense in, in India will keep them alive all year long. One of the best defenses in football. But that quarterback situation, it was a question mark even if Wentz was going to be healthy this year. And now he's coming off of an injury. He might start week one. He might not. That's so up in the air. And Quentin Nelson, of course, is kind of in the same boat. So with that kind of uncertainty, I've think the Colts might be a year away from being a playoff team again. You got to work Carson Wentz. Yeah, you got to work Carson Wentz into your Indianapolis. Tennessee's defense, obviously not as good as Indianapolis's and nothing to write home about. One of the best offenses in football, I think, though, and I think Ryan Tannehill, kind of in that Baker Mayfield category where I still need to see it, but he's probably a little bit ahead of Baker Mayfield, at least in my mind. This is a dude that got to the AFC Championship game just a Mm -hmm. couple of years ago. 
And a dude that knows his role, I mean, right? Like he knows this is Derrick Henry's offense. Mm. Now I have a great weapon in uh, um, Julio Jones to match with AJ Brown. So when I need to pass the ball, I've got a plethora of options. I've got a really good offensive line anchored by Taylor Luan at left tackle. Titans offense is top five in the league, maybe in my mind. So I, I believe that Tennessee and that offense gets them into that four spot and the AFC South champion. Yeah, I have no problem going with Tennessee at number four. Every team we've mentioned, by the way, so far, the Steelers play. Every single team. I mean, they have the hardest schedule in the NFL, in the NFL. Tom. It's, it's unfortunate for them, for Ben to go out uh, in his last, what could be his last year with this kind of schedule. But I'll tell you what I've been telling you all offseason long, Tom. The last time the Pittsburgh Steelers had the hardest schedule in the NFL, what happened? They went 12-4 and four in the regular season, they got a bye week, and they won the Super Bowl against the Arizona Cardinals. Well, let's hope history repeats itself. I mean, I don't know. That Steelers team back then was a little bit better than this one now, but we'll, I'll keep my fingers crossed that that's the case. Getting into the wild cards now. The first wild card I have, the fifth best, well, it might not be the fifth best record, but the fifth seed in the AFC, I got the Baltimore Ravens. I have... Lot of faith in Lamar Jackson this year, just not enough faith to have him be the AFC North champion. I think Cleveland sneaks that away from them in one of their final matchups of the year. Cleveland ends up with a win that is the tiebreaker. But I, I like Lamar. I think they're an incredibly dangerous team. I think it's a team that can definitely put a run together. It's a team I would not want to face if I were the Chiefs or the Bills. That's a matchup nightmare anytime you have to face off against Lamar Jackson. But they're still such a good team, despite me not thinking they'll win the division. I have them firmly in the playoffs as the five seed, and, and I have no reservations in thinking they're a lock to make it. I have a question for you, Tom. Yes. If any, if at all, what setback could the loss of J.K. Dobbins have on this team? If it was a team that was normal, I, I don't know if that makes sense, I'd think it'd be massive. Their quarterback is their best running threat, though. And Gus Edwards is pretty good as well. Gus so Edwards I, I, is I good. Think, and you know what's really annoying I think is the they'll fact be fine. that I even think they'll with J.K. Dobbins last year, it's always been Gus Edwards who's the guy who can Tear, kind of torch the Steelers. Yeah, I don't. I don't really get it. And Gus Bus. I just think that two years ago, I mean, let's 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 look at it from this standpoint. Lamar Jackson has had two full seasons. As as the quarterback for this team, right? His mm -hmm. first season was the MVP. I'm not going to count when he came in to replace Flacco. His his first full season as quarterback, he won the MVP. That year, he had Mark Ingram. Last year, they were just as prolific as a rushing offense. Uh, they actually won a playoff game, something he hadn't done in his career up until that point. The, that year, he had J.K. Dobbins. I'm not saying that Gus Edwards isn't great or isn't good, but I think kind of the way a lot of certain people are is that he's maybe best used as the second back, right? I don't know if Gus Edwards can really carry that load for them across the entire season. Again, I don't think, you know, I know there's that stat, the wins above replacement thing, and it's very hard to be that effective as a running back. I don't think J.K. Dobbins has that much of a pull, but Lamar Jackson has not had a season in Baltimore of which he's, he's lacked a number one running back. So I'm not saying, again, it's going to cost them three games. It'll just be interesting to see how good their running game can be without a running back to pair alongside Lamar Jackson. Number six, 
I got your Pittsburgh Steelers as the number six seed in the AFC, baby. Wow. I think the Steelers are going to sneak Tom. a couple wins away that they probably shouldn't have this year. I so, think they're going to find themselves at the number six seed in the playoffs, which, by the way, if my uh, predict order finishes correct, that means a rematch in Cleveland round one against the Browns, it's which three, would be epic. That's three versus, three versus six, six. That'd be two epic. versus seven. Yeah. Okay, so can I just ask really quickly then who you have at number seven? The Chargers. Okay, Go so— Chargers. All the teams that I have making the playoffs in the AFC other than the Steelers, since I have the Steelers in the sixth spot, the Steelers play. The Steelers play. Yeah. So that means you're leaving off Indianapolis. Yes. Miami. Miami's my my eight. Miami's and New right England. there. And New England's my nine. And it England would go eight, nine. Miami, nine, New England, ten. Indianapolis. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. You would go Miami as a seventh seed, right? No. So I, let, let's take a step back. Let's Let's forget number five. All right. My wild cards are Ravens, Steelers, Chargers. Your wild cards are... My wild cards in order yep. are Ravens, Chargers, Patriots. Wow. You heard it here first, Steelers Nation. Jacob doesn't like your Pittsburgh Steelers this oh, year. Oh, I would love to see the no, no, no. No, no, no. no you no, said no, no. it. You built your you buried yourself. You have to live with it now. I think who's number eight? The Steelers are number eight. Oh. Miami's number nine. It's gonna be tough for Steelers fans to be sitting at number eight and watching New England yeah. dance their way in. And and Indianapolis is number two. How much faith in Mac Jones, really? I have that much faith in Bill Belichick okay. and the returning players, Tom. On defense. Keep in mind how Plus many guys. They got added. They're they added add, players, too. They, they added so much through free agency and through guys getting guys that they got back who sat out last year or opted out, rather, because of COVID. Tom, this team, was, this team is good. Remember, this team is a team that made Sam Darnold see ghosts just the year before that when they had all of those players and not even Yannick Ngakwe or Matt, Matthew Judon, sorry. Surprising to me to hear you go with New England because you've been high on Miami for a while. So clearly, you think the offseason acquisitions and Mac Jones getting the job is enough. Well, something has come to light to me, Tom, that apparently Miami had one of the easiest schedules last year. Mm. They so finishing mm. in second place last year. It's going to take a step up in competition. It's gonna it's gonna be a much harder road to get to ten and seven or eleven and six, whatever the equivalent is to ten and six was uh, usually. Teams that you think can win the Super Bowl out of the AFC is it just I the think Chiefs and Bills? I think it's just the Chiefs. and I Bills. think it's just the Chiefs and Bills. If as well. if, if some team like my dark horse sleeper run Tennessee, team, I was gonna say Baltimore. If if some team, well, okay, I would have more faith in Baltimore in the Super Bowl. Baltimore's weird; they'll make runs like crazy. Hard yeah, so a weird guy. Like, but I have more faith in Tennessee to make the actual run there. Okay, but I have less faith in them if they get there to win it. If Baltimore can get there, John Harbaugh has He's the experience. Winning, yeah. Yeah. On the NFC side of things, are, I think we're one and two. Simpatico again, number one, getting home field advantage in the only by Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the defending Super Bowl champions. I mean, well, I don't know because last year was Green Bay. Well, I had a, a moment here where I thought for a second Green Bay is going to be the one and Tampa is going to be the two, but I, I think Tampa's going to have a historic season. I'm not talking. You know, New England, Randy Moss, Tom Brady, undefeated run. But I think that they might only lose like one or two games in the regular season this year. I would hate to see that. But and especially now, but you think I'm right, right? <sighs> like two losses seems realistic for them, like a 15 and two record. Yeah, I got to look at their schedule. Give me a second. But especially with the news. And they didn't finish in first last year, remember? So they're not playing the, the division winners. That's a good point. Uh, the, the, the news coming out of Green Bay that they're now going to be without uh, David Bakhtiari for what the first yeah. weeks at least. Yeah, that's going to be hard for Green Bay to kind of carry that low without him. Tampa Bay's schedule 
home against Dallas, home against the Falcons, at the Rams, at the Patriots. That'll be the game everyone's watching that night. That's a Sunday night game. Oh, yeah, I can't wait for Brady's that. Brady's return. Uh, home against Miami, at Philly, versus Chicago, at the Saints, at Washington, uh, versus the Giants, at Indy, at Atlanta. I mean, like. Versus Buffalo, versus New Orleans, at So they Carolina. get Buffalo at home. It's weird. They well, this is what did the NFL do? They play at Carolina week seventeen, at the Jets week seventeen, and home against Carolina week eighteen. They're they're gonna lose one or two games, man. Like that So I think the only games that I could chuck up to possible losses are the Rams on the road. Yes. What maybe the the game against New Orleans in New Orleans? Maybe that's a big maybe. That's a big maybe. Maybe the Bills, but that's at home. That's at home. And then I think they're better than New England. I, I think, think they can go than into New England. New England. Yeah, so that's England. three. Well, Tom Brady four, will not lose in New England. That's four losses max. And we think the Buffalo at home game could be winnable for them. And, and the Saints game is probably winnable. Is probably as well. winnable. As so, two, so you're looking at two. two, three wins or two, three losses for them on the season. I don't know if, if Green Bay is going to be that good. No, I think Green Bay is going to lose four games, and that's going to be good enough to get them the second seed. I, yeah, I have Green yeah, Bay that's as the fine. number two spot. So I guess I'm going with Tampa Bay one, Green Bay two. It's still the same thing as the AFC where we have the top two teams being the top two teams. There's no there's no way you could argue another team sneaking your, their way in. There. You're not going to agree with my next team. You're not going to agree with my next two teams, actually. My number three seed and NFC West champion I'm going with the status quo. You're going with the Niners? I'm, no. Oh. I'm picking Seattle to You're win going, the division wow. again. I think the Seahawks, they're the most stable of all those franchises. There's turnover in L.A. Okay, There's so turnover in San Francisco. There's no turnover in Seattle. I know that they had a disappointing – you know, their seasons kind of mirrored each other, Pittsburgh and Seattle, last year. They got off to great starts. Obviously, Seattle wasn't undefeated in their start, but they faded down the stretch just like the Steelers did. They lost in their wild card matchup against the L.A. Rams in the first round of the playoffs last year. There's a team that went 12-4, and four, and I still think Russell Wilson's the number four ranked quarterback in the – entire NFL I think Seattle in the toughest division of football squeaks this one out and, and ends up being your NFC West champions I, I really do okay before I'll, we'll get into NFC West you said you're not going to like my next two teams so I'm going to guess the team you have out of the the east is not going to be the Cowboys either is it Dallas or no, Washington or is it is it the Giants or Washington it's the Washington football team okay I'm not mad about that but, okay, so I just wanted to prepare myself because you said the New York Giants. I would have. No, I don't have. The I Giants. would have gotten ready for. An I don't argument. have the Giants in the playoffs. So the NFC West, Tom, we know that's almost must see TV yeah. every week. One of those teams play, especially when they play each other. That has to be one of the games of the week because they're all contenders. I honestly, it's going to be the third seed is going to be from the West. I actually have the Rams mm-hmm. as my team. I just think the addition of Matthew Stafford. I think. You said it's it's there is no quarter more quarterback friendly of a team than the L.A. Rams. Well, and, the only one also might be in their division in San Francisco. Well, yeah, I would I say agree. Tampa Bay. I, I would say Tampa more than San Francisco. Is quarterback friendly? I, pff, Maybe just because you have of the three. You, oh, you have three them. Pro Bowl wide receivers. I, you I have two you, really good running. I thought you were backs. talking about the system that they play, not not the the pieces around him. Even both. I mean, Bruce Arians as your play caller. So you have the Rams winning the West. I have the Rams winning the West, and I think when you, I think you're going to see, not not some Goliath be born here, but I think Matthew Safford could have a case for a weird, a weird like MVP like season. I don't think you're going to call him the MVP, 
but you're going to see a different level of Matthew Stafford here in LA. So I have the I just have the Rams being my favorite. I think Jared Goff really you're going to you're going to end this season saying Jared Goff was really holding this team back. So I have the Rams. And I'm guessing you have the Cowboys at number four. I, if Dak stays healthy, I have the Cowboys at number four. If he doesn't, then I also have the Washington football team. I think the Washington football team is going to win regardless, but it's going to be a tight race. Oh, see, I don't I, I think Dallas that. just underachieves constantly, and I think Washington actually is going to be an overachiever this year, just like they were last year under Ron Rivera with a better quarterback in Ryan Fitzpatrick and a defense that is just unbelievably good. I think – Maybe second or third fiddle to the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think, Tampa Bay I think, Buccaneers. Yeah, I think it's those three. And, and the Rams. And the Colts. There's no, not the Colts. Defenses. Not I think those four, the Rams, the, the Bucks, the Steelers, and Washington are at the top four. Wild cards in order. I'll go first. Okay, let's hear it. Five, the Rams. Six, the Niners. Seven, how about them Cowboys? Okay. I got the Cowboys sneaking in as the seven. My eight. Team right on the outside, you can guess it. Go ahead and say it. The Arizona Cardinals, nope. right? The Minnesota Vikings. Oh God! And then the Cardinals are nine. God, Tom. And God. then the Cardinals are nine. What are you doing? But I got the Rams, the Niners, and the Cowboys as my three wild cards in the so, AFC. So I'll NFC. give you mine. So five is Seattle. Okay. Six is San Fran. Look at that. Seven is Washington. The Washington football team. So we're pretty much simpatico as far as the teams we think are going to make the playoffs. The only it's just reason, a question of the order. The only way I see Washington maybe sneaking up against, sneaking ahead of San Francisco, I don't think they can beat You mean out. Arizona? No, 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 no. I'm saying in the playoff standings. Oh, finishing in the sixth place. It's Ooh. just because they're going up against each other. Those losses are going to accrue. And I think Washington has a better chance of adding or, or stacking wins in their They can sweep New lesser, York. They can sweep Philly. They and they're lesser. And they're lesser NFC East division. Right. That's. Uh, but I do. I feel bad for Arizona. I think if it's not this year, then it's the next year where Arizona. When they fire in. Cliff Kingsbury and they bring well, in a real football. That coach. too. And but that they can actually make a playoff run or not make a playoff run. But at least make a playoff appearance. So you got Arizona as your. I got Arizona eight, and then who would be your nine? My nine it would be Minnesota, right? No, I would say New Orleans. New Orleans, if really, not, it, if not New Orleans eight, Arizona. Nine. It is a while that that I think one through six: Tampa, Green Bay, Seattle, Washington slash Dallas, L.A. and San Fran. Right. I think those are going to make locks. it. It's it that last wild me, card spot that I think is up for grabs. Wouldn't shock me if Jameis Winston does enough. For New Orleans, to I get think it's there. completely up for grabs. Number seven, yeah. I, I think one through six, including the winner of whoever gets the NFC East, is a lock. But that number seven spot's really the one that's up for debate. As far as contenders out of the NFC go, it's the same thing as the AFC, right? It's just one and two: Green Bay and Tampa Bay. And honestly, mm-hmm. I'm honestly tempted to say the only real Super Bowl contender is is Tampa Bay. No, but, but it's fair no, to probably put Green Bay. No, in there. it's fair to put Green Bay in there. They just can't get over that hump, though. I mean, they keep losing in the NFC Championship game. Especially, it's so they're like, they're like the Eagles so, of old, except they've actually had a Super Bowl under their belt before. And not only that, too. I mean, Philly had the chance multiple times to play at home. This was the first time Aaron yeah. Rodgers has had that opportunity, and he blew it. He blew Completely. it. I mean, we could say he blew it. Matt Lafleur may have blown it by not going for it on fourth down. Well, that's what uh, Rodgers would tell you happened. I think that's what I, that's what we were telling each other I when we were watching that game. We can't say that if you're Rodgers, but still, that's what happened. LaFleur Aaron Rodgers is one of the few people who can 
get away with saying something LaFleur like did that. blow that game. I mean, you had a warm weather quarterback in Tom have, Brady up in Lambeau. But you, I'm, I'm but kidding, no, obviously. you have He's very, very adapted playing in cold weather like he did in, in. I don't even care about what Tom Brady could do later. It's what Aaron Rodgers could have done for you for then. right then. Yeah, they didn't do it. I think you see the rematch though. I think it's so gonna. I. I think we're on a a Warriors Cavs esque trajectory in the NFL for the next couple of years, where these four teams are pretty much. I be really hope not. One. I really you hope feel not. me on that though, right? Well, no, because I don't think that Green Bay and Tampa will be contenders for much longer. Oh, Tom Brady's playing until he's eighty five years old. How dare you? I don't want that to don't happen. I don't want me. that to happen. Tom Brady is playing, and, Gre- for and the Green rest Bay could easily be without Aaron Rodgers. If he leaves, they'll be done. Yeah, for sure. But Brady, come on, he's never retiring. You'll, you'll be dead before Brady stops playing football. That's going to do it for us here on the Steelers Standard. Thanks, as always, for listening. We will be back with you next week, breaking down the Bills in depth. It'll be game week when we come back and talk to you next. So get excited, Steelers fans. The season is here. For Jacob Recht, I'm Tom Opperman. Thanks, as always, for listening to Steelers Standard. And thanks, as always, for listening to Steelers Nation Radio.